0: Welcome everybody to the North Country Fishing Report on KBFT 89.9 FM, Net Lake, Minnesota. It is Friday the 14th, so no bad luck there. Uh, wow, what a difference a week makes. Uh, pretty much a week ago, uh, last week, a week ago, we were under a winter storm warning, or just getting out of a winter storm warning. Fresh snow, still very wintry, highs in the 20s. And suddenly, it is now summer, apparently. Uh, We've had very warm temperatures up here. I officially killed my first few mosquitoes last night. (sighs) Yeah, so we just went straight from frostbite to mosquito bites. How amazing is that? (laughs) Although after that uh, winter we had, uh, I'm not too mad about it. Uh, Looking at the forecast coming up. It looks like we are going to get more of a semblance of spring as the high temperatures moderate a little bit, get uh, back to normal, you know, 50s, lows, hovering right around 30, give or take, uh, you know, it's freezing or below freezing, which is honestly what we need to mitigate some potential flooding. We are under a flood watch, I believe, up here um, since so that rapid melt has been going on, but. We have, uh, there's there's not as much to report this week as one can uh, maybe expect as ice gets to that condition where it's just not still on the lake, but not safe enough to go on. So the boat can't go out, you can't go out. So it kind of limits the fishing opportunities at the moment, uh, but there are some opportunities yet to be had and we can get into that. So we should do that. Let's go. This is this week's fishing report. All right, I'm going to start us off here in the North Country, up here in ore area. Uh, I did get out a little bit last weekend, and uh, ice is still in good shape as of last weekend. Uh, lots of water on the ice, so be careful. You're going to want some cleats if you head out there. I, just, I, I think you could probably still use uh, an ATV. Uh, in fact, I know you could use a snowmobile because I saw one ripping across Pelican Lake just the other day, <laughs> going right through the water. Basically, it was it was kind of wild. They were having a lot of fun. They were squeezing out every last bit of their snowmobile season that they could. But so it looks it looks sketchier than it is. There's still you know two feet or better of ice underneath there, so. You know that part is good. Uh, I would just take extreme caution uh, if you're headed to the lakes, even with an ATV. You just never know. You get some of these cracks. You can start seeing that water is swirling down there, and those holes get bigger and bigger and bigger. I'd hate to see you drop one of those in there. And then even if you're on foot, same thing. Just be careful. Um, But it's it's kind of wild. You see an old fishing hole, and as the water swirls down, that hole gets bigger and bigger. But when you look down that hole, you can see the ice is still plenty thick. So if somebody did want to come up, if you were listening to this in the uh, southern parts of the state, Twin Cities area, if you just aren't quite ready to put your ice fishing gear away, uh, I think you could still come up here and uh, get some ice fishing in. I think this is probably going to be the last weekend you can do that. Um, looking at the forecast. Um, We might be able to squeeze out one more weekend, but I'm pretty sure this is going to be, this is going to be it. Uh, The bite was great. Uh, I fished black duck, caught lots of perch. I mean, just loads of perch. Um, You had to kind of weed through some smaller ones, but there are some really, really, really nice perch to be found in there. Um, And so I was fishing in about mm, 11 feet of water. And uh, so, yeah, they were crushing just a spoon. I was using a clam, a gold clam pinhead uh, pro minnow spoon. Uh, no bait, just that. and uh, I mean they're absolutely crushing it without hesitation. They, they're the feed bags, they have strapped on the feed bags. they are they are definitely getting ready for that spawn. So if you have the ability to get out, go ahead and get out. I think it's it's gonna be good here if you can get out. I did go on a pelican I didn't fish on a Pelican. I just went out to kind of check the conditions and uh, very similar, a lot of water on the ice. Um, but the ice itself is still in pretty good shape. Uh, but that literally does change daily. So um, just keep that in mind. But if you come up, as of right now, I think this weekend uh, should be fine. So that, that there's your report. Um, I know there's some places a lot of people have put their ice fishing gear away. Uh, understandably so. But if you're the diehard and you're willing to put on some miles, come on up and uh get some fishing in so if you don't want to do any more fishing however or ice fishing there are options you know the rainy river is is going and we're going to get to that here in a little bit uh but continuing on with the ice fishing thing let's uh let's go talk about malax a little bit Well, things are changing awful fast. Uh, We just bypassed spring, winter straight into summer, 70 degrees. Uh, It's beautiful, but uh, if you are an ice fisherman, it's coming to an end real quick. So let's check in with Captain Ryan Kelly with Laguna Guide Service. What's happening, Captain? It's Laguna
1: Tropical Guide Service right now.
0: Bring out the Tropicana. Oh, man.
1: It is nice. I've had trips on Big Stone this week. I had a trip on the lax just a few days ago. Uh, The fish are continuing to bite on the lax, perch and tool deer out there. I wouldn't say it's a killer bite right now, but I I did start finding some fish closer to shore. Gravel piles that were in that 30 foot depth adjoining up to mud, that's where I was catching them closer to shore off the east side. If you go out to the flats, there's still a pile of fish out there. both cases, little five millimeter gold tungsten jig loaded up with bugs, quiver it up off the bottom. That works a lot of the time. Sometimes, though, we've been lifting it up about four feet off of the bottom, and that's been getting bites from bigger fish for us. So there's definitely fishing opportunity out there still. If you're going on the lax, you're going to need tracks at least as of the last couple of days because it's very, very soupy out there. Yeah. What is it like? Is it mostly just like standing water now, or you still got some snow? I haven't been out there the last two days, but my friend who was out there yesterday said it was miserable getting around. So really? it's, it's, yeah, it's gotten really slushy with this warm weather. And what'll happen is that'll seep through the ice and there'll be a little bit of opportunity left after that. But, um... I would definitely have tracks on my vehicle if I plan on going out the next couple of days. Is
0: there any separation yet from shore at all?
1: Um, I can't. I can't give you an honest answer okay. on that, just because the, I. I it cha- doubt it does change kinda, really fast, but. I kind of doubt it, but uh, it can change so quickly, especially with warm days like today. I just don't want to say anything. Right, and
0: then high winds could throw a big
1: branch yep. next to. If you start piling up
0: ice. I know in times past, there's been some crazy videos of when that ice starts to move and it goes up on shore and busts into people's cabins and stuff. That's bonkers.
1: Well, it's become a tourist attraction up there because when that starts to happen, now with social media, people find out about it right away. They want to go it's, get video. There will literally be traffic lined up. Oh, wow. People coming up to, I, I shouldn't say lined up on 169, but it'll be a steady flow of people going to check out Izades or Garrison or whichever end of the lake. You know, people got to gawk at it. And I, I don't blame them. You know, when I'm up there, I gawk at it, too.
0: The first time that first video that kind of came across Facebook, where and it just it sounded like a train because it was just like as the ice moved its way in these little incremental steps and just like it's, went around it's, trees, busted, built up, and then busted in through like
1: picture windows, like it was crazy. But what's you know, and something to add to that is it's loud and you hear that popping and stuff, but it's kind of a white noise. What's really creepy is when it finally stops. When the Hmm. whole sheet stops, it'll stop all at once sometimes, and then it gets quiet for a little bit, and it's just you don't realize how loud it is until it stops. Wow. It's it's cool. It'll pick up the biggest rocks you can imagine, you know, but the whole volkswagen size rocks, and it'll roll them right up into people's shores. It's incredible.
0: That's just bonkers. Geology at work in real time right there. Yeah. So you think we're um, gonna you think with the temperatures uh, and the forecast uh, are we gonna have decent enough ice to actually get to experience that kind of late ice perch fishing where they are shallow like they are that first break?
1: I don't I don't know.
0: Ryan, don't you have a crystal ball or
1: something? Yeah. Yeah. So a few years ago we had a really hard winter, really late winter. I don't remember, eighteen or nineteen or something like that. But uh, I remember watching the news and they were talking about on the news, how the sunlight is more powerful at the middle part or the end of April than it is in August. And just things move so quickly at this time. That's why I didn't want to say anything about the shorelines because it can, it can just change so rapidly. We were out on big stone two days ago. It was my last guide trip out here. And, there was no signs of change. It was like 50, 60 degrees out that day. It was one of the first really beautiful days. No wind. The ice was melting. It turned into a soupy mess of slush on us out there. And we were catching some fish, but it was a little bit tougher day. I'm not really sure why. Sometimes I get spun out. But in the 24 hours following that, the Whetstone River broke loose. It went from a trickle down at the dam. I've, I've got video of me on TikTok. Uh, that I'll I'll post tonight but I was walking across the silt barrier at the dam walking way out in the middle of the river in about two inches of water on top of the silt barrier water flowing out of Big Stone Lake into the dam as of today it's like four or five feet deep raging oh, across wow. that silt barrier coming back into Big Stone Lake and it's taking you know, this 30-inch ice, this big, heavy, thick ice, and it's piling it up on top of the ice on Big Stone. And I'm sitting at the foot of the lake right now, and it looks like a big soup bowl of icebergs out there floating around in a circle, it just keeps pushing its way farther and farther out into the lake. This is stuff that you could drive your car on two days ago, no wow. problem. You could have drove a semi across it two days ago. It's 30 inches of good ice, and now it's completely broke open for a little over a quarter mile at the South end. It's just big icebergs floating around and trees. And it, it's just crazy how much melt we've got in 24 hours and how much it's changed.
0: Yeah. I mean, when you go, I mean, it was still very much winter last week. We were talking about another winter storm.
1: I I know. And <laughs> like the access I went out of yesterday and other people were using yesterday. I mean, that access, you could have driven a car out of it yesterday. Today it's completely busted open, it's wide open, and that is from like a, a, the smallest of the little creeks you could think of, is just a little creek dumping in there two days ago. It's not a very big creek it, all around, and it turned into a river overnight and just blew the ice right out of there. So 30 inches of ice on Big Stone Lake, and I'm going to recommend to people that season's pretty much over out here. Today I saw one guy out on the lake, I canceled my trip for tomorrow. This lake's going to turn to chocolate milk if it hasn't already. The fishing's going to get tough, and the ice is going to lift up and recede from the shorelines here. So I don't have much to report on there, but if you want to see something cool and you're in the area, it's probably worth checking out the dams and the bridges because the water is as high as it can get without, well, it can flood out here, but (laughs) hopefully we're not going to deal with that. Well, the only good thing about the the kind of the flash melt is that it hopefully
0: it works its way through its system quick and then kind of, you know, can get back to normal. And if people want to bring their boats out there in a couple of weeks, hopefully everything is kind of calmed down by then.
1: Well, my bold prediction for Big Stone is April 28th ice out and, uh, I was not very confident in that prediction. That was mo- mostly a hopeful prediction. But after looking at it in the last 24 hours, all of a sudden, I feel like that's a very real possibility. <laughs> possibility? You might be late. <laughs> yeah, it, you never know. You never know.
0: With the way it's going, I know conditions up here in northern Minnesota, I mean, they change minute by minute. Like, it's just, it's kind of unbelievable watching the the lake. Like I said, last week, there was just snow everywhere, and now it's there's no snow. You know it's kind of slushy one day and now it's like basically it's just some wet puddles on the ice but there's still two feet of ice so it's the ice itself is still plenty good you know
1: um, but i don't know how long that's gonna last either um we'll have to wait and well, see warm weather and wind starts banging that lake around this time of year it goes a lot quicker than you would think yeah it really it really does. Once once it gets
0: its chance, I mean, you know, the sun has been pretty direct now since mid-March, you know, and it's finally just now the temperature-wise has been able to work with us. But are you going to be running any ice fishing trips on Mille Lacs? Are you kind of done for ice fishing? No, I'll, right I'll,
1: I I, might have a trip. The trip that I had for Big Stone might go to Mille Lac, so I'm not sure if that's going to happen yet or not. We still have to figure that out, but I'm pretty close to the end of my season. But as soon as Big Stone opens up, I'm taking trips out here doing bass and walleye. Big Stone has no closed season, so I fish out here year-round. Nice, beautiful. All right, well, give everybody your uh, information, so if they want to
0: either get in some last-minute Mille ice fishing or start making plans for uh, some open
1: water. It's Ryan Kelly, Laguna Guide Service. Laguna is spelled L-A-G-O-O-N-A. You can find me at fishlaguna.com, or you can find me all over social media.
0: Outstanding. He's on TikTok, ladies and gentlemen.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I got like four videos and about three followers. So I'll
0: try to bump that up. All right, Ryan. Thanks, buddy, and uh good luck up there. Hey, thanks, Dill. You got five. And returning after a little bit of a a break here, back to the uh Northwoods fishing report, we have Mr. Aaron Philippi back joining us. What's up, Aaron?
2: Hey, not a whole lot. Just uh just not too long ago, I actually got off the water and
0: making my way home here. Nice. Well, give us uh, give us the report. What would you see?
2: So, well, today was my first day out. Um, I just actually got back from vacation. I was in Florida. And ice on Lake of the Woods, pike season is still going strong. Um, obviously, all the, the houses are off now. But pike fishermen and walleye fishermen are still out there. Uh, we still have right around two feet of ice. Uh, the pike are starting to move in. It's been getting better pretty much every day, from what I've been hearing. A uh, lot of a lot of guys set up in that, you know, eight eight feet of water, eight to twelve ish feet of water, but it won't be much longer, and they're going to start moving in even shallower. Uh, I just got off the river, and the river, from what I understood yesterday, was a lot clear. Today it was definitely getting muddied up, so I'm assuming the the forks are starting to let through up there or uh, break through, uh, but you know, fishing was still, it was still okay. It wasn't great. Um, Talking to quite a few anglers on the river today, as we were doing some fishing, we did a little bit of sturgeon fishing and a little bit of walleye fishing. And uh, the overall consensus talking to several other boats was definitely a lot slower than yesterday with that muddy water. So uh, I think it's going to continue to be a little bit slower for the next, next few days as the, the, the big fork, little fork river start, start breaking loose on us and, shouldn't be too long it'll start to clear up after that
0: did you do you change tactics at all when the water gets more turbid like do you go bigger brighter colors or it's just more of more of the same and hope one swims in front of you
2: so you know my experience from the past uh i don't i don't do a lot of walleye fishing early i pretty much predominantly just sturgeon fish but today we mixed it up um, and I do notice even with sturgeon fishing, we had better luck in shallow out of the main current. Um, we, we did boat some nice, you know, everything we caught today was 21 to 24 inches. Um, but they all came in nine to 11 feet of water when we seen a lot more fishermen fishing out deeper, deeper holes that weren't having very good success. Um, so I, and same thing with sturgeon, when it really starts to open and that river starts to pick up, um, I like to move a little bit shallower and get right out of the direct current. And I, and I seem to have good luck. Whether or not that works for everybody, I don't know. But that's kind of what I seem to do. Um, I it, it,
0: feel like that would fit into most uh, river philosophies, I would think, it on a current seam, any kind of current break. You know, that yep. that river's really ripping. I mean, it's got to be a lot of work for those fish to sit there. Not to mention it's going to be harder to fish in heavy, heavy current
2: yep yep and like today when we were walleye fishing we just kind of went with the current you know we didn't sit anchored in one spot we just kind of kept going back and forth up and down okay. the river we'd go against it with it and we were using three three eights with uh um little paddle tails today white white was the magic color today yesterday it was black and orange and monday from what i understood was pink huh. so it's, it's changed colors every day um
0: so you and the be, river gotta be yep, willing to Gingham- change it up
2: yep yep keep throwing different plastics at them we have not very much luck with a with a shiner everything okay. was plastics huh. um but the river from yesterday to today did gain about a half just about a half a mile an hour um from what we from what they were at yesterday the guys that i was fishing with today okay wow so. all right so
0: i know in years past when those uh the big fork little fork they can cause some ice issues if they really bust loose um do we think that's going to happen this year or or not, I guess, is the question? What, yeah, what
2: it's, are people saying? It's, it's pretty much bound to happen. I don't okay. know if I've really ever seen it where it hasn't caused a bunch of ice, debris, logs. There was a few logs and trees floating down today, but only a couple. A couple deadheads, but there is a lot of ice still coming down. So, okay. And we uh, we we stretched the river today from Vitus Landing, which is just east of Bedette a little ways, kind of by Clemenson all the way down to about where it's locked up and that's close to the, the winter road area. So we did a, we did a pretty good stretch today on the river fishing in different various spots and just checking. But as you got closer to the, the ice pack, there was definitely a lot more ice floating around. You had to be a lot more careful with your boat.
0: On uh, back to the lake a little bit. I know you said you didn't personally, but um, you talked to some people. I know Many, many, many moons ago, I went up to uh, Lake the Woods and fished that April, you know, when the walleye season was still open. And we didn't go out very far. Like, it was just, I mean, you're
2: you right. Yeah.
0: Is that kind of where people are fishing it's, right now?
2: Yep. Yeah. You, I mean, it's, you know, it's definitely, if you wanted to, it's still safe. There's still a lot of, a lot of good shore ice in spots now i would definitely recommend caution if you are thinking about coming up but swift ditch is getting pretty dicey i wouldn't really recommend going out of swift ditch public asset uh access but uh spring steel and out of warwood still is still pretty good and rocky point area with sleds and four wheelers you can still okay. get around All right. uh, but you don't have to go far you know go out into that you know 8 to 12 feet of water right now you could probably even fish in you know six feet of water and those pike are moving into those shallow depths and there's some nice fish being caught
0: yeah, i know we pounded the walleyes the one year we were up there so that was that was a lot of fun but this is the last weekend for walleyes is it not correct okay
1: yep so it is yep, still friday. Going, but friday is the last friday. day
0: oh not even the yep. weekend friday so okay all right well it's good yep. to hear your sultry voice sir yeah, and, like uh, I say,
2: and uh, hopefully by next week and the weeks after, things will start to pick up for me. But I'm just getting my toes wet here now with, with guiding and, and from the winter season. So I'll have uh, have some hopefully better reports next week and the following weeks.
0: Perfect. Well, you better hit people with your information so they can book you if they want.
2: Yeah, you can uh, look me up on the web at truenorthfishingmn.com. Uh, you can also check me out on Facebook or Instagram at TrueNorthFishingMN. You look for the state of Minnesota with a walleye in it. Or you can shoot me a call or a text at 218-452-0612.
0: Oh, professional. Nice and slow. I like it. Thanks, Aaron. That was a great report. And I uh, can't wait to keep hearing about some big sturge and big walleyes. going to be heating Sounds up, Sounds good, yeah.
2: Look forward to it. Hopefully next weekend I'll have a lot more to share.
0: Outstanding. Good luck, Aaron. Yep, thank you. All right, everybody, that is your fishing report for this week. Uh, there are other options to keep as as the rivers kind of flow. Of course, the, they're going to be pretty high, but as that starts to come down, I know one of my favorite things to do in the spring, um, you know, before the walleye season opens back up is I love to go sucker fishing. You know, it just, it's, it's as simple as it gets. It's great for the kids head out there. All you need is a rod and some worms, some weights, hooks, and uh, you can have a ball. And I'll tell you what, those red horse suckers, man, those things fight good. They fight real good. And I know a lot of people, if you got a smoker, a lot of people really enjoy eating those smoked. I've heard you can grind them up into fish patties, which I haven't personally done, but I do think this year I'm going to experiment a little bit more with, um, some things. So I'm definitely planning on. I'm gonna be keeping an eye on those rivers, and when they get to levels that are a little more conducive to fishing, I'm gonna head out. I'm quite literally gonna take some time out, intentionally go fishing for suckers. It's it's a lot of fun, and it's a great way to fill that kind of in between season as you wait for the walleye and pike season to open back up. But like we uh, covered, you know, there are some places you can go. Um, your border waters, Big Stone. Continuous season, uh, continuous season for northern pike on Lake of the Woods, and then uh, you know all this. Well, as today, April fourteenth, the walleye season closes on Lake of the Woods. Um, but of course, you got the catch and release going on. Rainy, and then sturgeon fishing is going to pick up. But that's like we just heard. Um, I think the the waters are going to get a little more turbid here in the next week or so. Uh, but hopefully, that tapers off clears up and people can get back up there and start crushing those big fish man i love watching social media and just seeing people pull in 60 inches, 70 inches. you know that's that's just a ton of fun and my boat might actually thaw out from the snowbank here in time for me to uh i might i may just try it myself now i have a ranger bass boat it's not quite the style for that but i'll have to rig up some sort of anchor system and uh I might just have to give that a try. We'll have to wait and see. But anyways, uh, thank you very much for listening. Uh, hope you've had a great winter, but we are transitioning into uh, spring. A couple other things I wanted to uh, quick mention. Now is the time for that spring maintenance on your boat. Uh, you want to, like, change your lower unit oil, um, anything like that. Get get yourself ready. Check your batteries. Charge your batteries. Good time to go through everything. Um in that in-between season this is the perfect time for maintenance because who likes to do maintenance when you have to kill a day of what would be nice fishing to work on the boat so take advantage of this in-between season and go uh and get that boat once over and just go through everything that's uh that's your hot tip for the week <laughs> All right, I am Dale Luganville. Thank you very much for tuning in. This has been the North Country Fishing Report at KBFT 89.9 FM or online at kbft.org. And don't forget, if you haven't done so, download the KBFT app in your app store. We will see you next week.